Thank you so much for joining us today to speak about The Fits. We really like the film and think it's a great one for our young audience. This is actually your first feature-length film as a director, but you have a wealth of filmmaking experience in various roles in the industry behind you. What was your career path towards directing? Yeah, I, you know, I went to film school uh, to study cinematography and had the intention of, of that being my career path. So I came up pretty traditionally in the camera department as, as a first AC, focus puller, um, camera operator, uh, and then shooter. And um, through that um, foundation, I, I started to be really interested in creative producing, um, just engaging with producers on set, particularly in nonfiction filmmaking. Um, and so I started to produce and um, mostly nonfiction feature films and um, was really just excited by what creative producing meant in terms of support and team building and strat- strategic uh, problem solving um, on the creative level. How are we going to get this done? Um, and through creative producing, I think I started to think about what the ro- ideal role uh, of a director is on a film. And, you know, I I started out kind of never thinking I would write and direct and, you know, stepping into that role on the fits, um, I actually found it was the most articulate I felt in any capacity um, to date. And I think that comes from finally being able to understand what type of leader I wanted to be on a set, what type of tone and how I thought about filmmaking, which is highly collaborative um, and leading from a position that knows what it means to crew knows what it means to balance a budget it's like it's just a different perspective and um yeah really grateful for that foundation and then and my strange path towards, towards getting to the director's chair this idea of teamwork and creative collaboration which is a really big theme in the film is obviously influencing what's going on behind the camera and obviously you're a big proponent of teamwork can you tell us a little bit more about the story development process and how the q kids the real life drill dancers who feature in the film contributed to this yeah, you know, I, I co-wrote the film with two women, my producer and editor uh, of the film. And um, we had been musing on this, on a, on the idea, building the um, foundation and outline and structure of the film um, before we decided to collaborate with the Q Kids and set it in Cincinnati with Drill. But when they entered the picture, you know, we really wanted to fully immerse ourselves in that world right for that location right for for that team and so we adapted the script during the process to to fit that world um and then you know for me it's you know every single crew member in a way is is an author as with every performer you know it requires film requires many voices for it to work um and that was what was so so exciting with me for me and working with the Q kids was just a joy. It was so exciting, particularly just working with highly trained dancers who understand what it means to translate emotional content into movement. Um, and that's what we were trying to do with the film. One of our young reporters, Abby, saw the film and appreciated the different spin that the film put on the idea of conformity and that instead of it being a negative thing, it helps Tony to access a different part of her personality. Yeah, you know, for me, this movie is not about 
conformity, which I think brings that the negative connotation of, of fitting in, but it's about belonging. It's about community. It's about looking beyond yourself. Um, and those can be really positive things. I think there is a fear that's real about, you know, what does it mean to be part of a group? Do I need to erase myself for that? But, you know, the end message for our film is that Tony has never been more herself in that context. She is a very strong individual, um, as are all of those girls. Uh, they are uniquely themselves, but they there's power in in belonging and finding your people and finding uh, a place that excites you and challenges you and pushes you and holds you accountable. How do you think dance forms like drill, which for listeners that are unfamiliar, is a kind of military-influenced dance form, both enhance and challenge gender divisions and perhaps show a different kind of femininity? Yeah, you know, I think that what we are after was a balance of strength and grace. Hmm. Um, And for me, drill embodies that uh, really beautifully. Um, Also, the balance of precision and, you know, exactitude and choreography and improvisation and uh, bringing your own flair uh, to the movement, um, which I think drill allows for. Um, It doesn't have a strict, you know, necessarily formally you know there are there's a the form of drill is really exciting but it allows uh dancers to really show themselves off um even within doing all the same move and so it was just like it's such an exciting choreographic world to put ourselves in but in terms of gender overall in the film you know we set up a kind of false binary where there's the boys world and the girls world and in the boys world this is the colors and the look and the girls world this is the colors and look and tony is Mm. the only one that can kind of permeate those two rooms and Mm. go between and as the film goes those worlds collapse on each other and you know tony realizes it is not a choice it is not one or the other It it is both embodied in a unique way unique blend in her and um yeah so it's complex and it's you know she is occupying a singular space. The location choices in this film really tell us quite a bit about Tony's life. In the film, the gym and its immediate surroundings are her entire world. What is the effect of having such a narrow focus for the film? And was this a stylistic or a pragmatic choice? It's a little bit of both. Um, you know, we wanted the film to really take place from Tony's perspective. And at that time, you know, in our own memory, your peer is your, your peers are your whole universe. It's Mm. your peers. It's captains. Those are the kind of quote unquote adults in the room for her. Um, And so we really just wanted to to form the whole film from her POV. For me, this film really reminded me of The Falling and Picnic at Hanging Rock and its representation of unsettling and mysterious feminine phenomena. What styles and genres have influenced you in making this film and giving it its unique feel? Uh, We have like such a you know picnic at hanging rocks definitely influence um but we looked at films that were like between genres so something like let the right one in Mm. like a horror film that's also a kind of coming of age film and when it was occupying both of those genres what was it doing um steve mcqueen's hunger was a big visual reference um for me just in terms of 
examining bodies and bodies in a confined space, a restricted space, like Robert Brisson's films in terms of kind of the profound in the mundane. I don't know, we, for things like um, Meek's Cutoff, Kelly Reichardt's film, we looked at for sound design in terms of really putting the audience in the, you know, audio perspective. Uh, we were just trying to find these like ex- moments of kind of excitement and really uh, POV filmmaking um, was what we were look- looking for. The Fitz has just been F-rated on IMDb. For listeners who are unfamiliar with this, um, the F rating is a new rating system to publicly recognise films made by and about women. And actually the FITS would be triple F rated, the gold standard, because it is written by, directed by and features significant female characters. What do you think of schemes like this that draw more attention to female-led films? The the hope is that that's not necessary, but the reality is that we are, if you look at the numbers, it's atrocious um and if you look at the number you know for for female directed if you look at the numbers for females of color directed films um it's it's abhorrent you know it's like we are failing as a system as an industry um and so until we get to a healthy point like we are we need to shout (laughs) about it Mm. and so um and it's about representation and varied perspectives that are out in the world and validating them, empowering them by providing them space in the fictional, in the fictional world. Um, And it's really important. So the hope is you get to a point where that's unnecessary, redundant, uh, superfluous, but we are far, far, far from that. 